Hello, what you are about to hear is a preview of this week's premium episode on It's Just Banter. If you would like to hear this episode in full, along with the full archive of previous premium episodes, go to patreon.com slash it's just banter. It's only $5 a month to subscribe. So I saw this kind of uh, going a little mini vi last night, and it was just text. And then uh, someone put together a video. But you know me. A child of bad radio, I wanted to go find the source. <clears throat> so the first thing is we were talking about the statements that uh, Kenosha police chief um, Miskinis, which is a very perfect Wisconsin name, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Miskinis, that he made those comments about the Kyle Rittenhouse, which is mm-hmm. also the perfect name for a kid. Feels who would right. become radicalized, yeah, by yeah. TikTok and then buy a long gun and kill two people protecting a like a Burger King or something. But um, we didn't actually play that yesterday. So if you want to play that one, it's just the, the shortest one I sent you so we can have context because I then want you to hear in his own words, not the same guy, but the guy who was standing behind him when he made these comments, who is the sheriff of the county up there. And I think it perfectly illustrates exactly what people think needs to change when it comes to the police. Um, So play the first one, the short one first. Everybody involved was out after the curfew. I'm I'm not going to make a great deal of that, but the point is the curfew's in place to protect. Had persons not been out involved in in violation of that, perhaps the situation that that unfolded would not have happened. Um, So the last night, a 17-year-old individual from Antioch, Illinois, was involved in the use of firearms to reserve to excuse me to uh, to resolve whatever conflict was in place. The result of it was two people are dead. Yeah, it's just no, a, it's he, a it's it just sounds a fucking like a guy who agrees with the basic mission. Yeah, like, like I mean, listen, he, I might have tweaked how he did things, but you know, definitely had his heart in the right place. Every sentence of it, even the fact where he stumbles over the word resolve to go with reserve, which is like, he's basically, hey, he's reserving his, I mean, he's there to resolve a conflict. So everyone there was out after curfew, which I'm not going to make a big deal out of, but I just did. And I'm going to follow, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it by saying, if no one had been out after curfew, this wouldn't have happened. Um, Then he, then involved in a conflict that involved firearms or became engaged in a conflict that involved it's just it's it belongs in the fucking louvre of racist police double talk yeah just uh you know trying to phrase things in a way that that distracts and underplays the horror of what you're seeing in front of you you know like he knows he's got a tough battle here because you just saw videos of a dude just fucking slaying fucking fathers and sons in the street and uh he's gonna do his best to kind of like push this along by being like eh, well you know there's a lot of conflicts you've been in conflicts and uh some of them has revolution resolutions and uh you know th- this this is one of them and um that's pretty much it yeah he went on and i couldn't find the audio to say when asked about the groups that came to kenosha that They were civilians out to protect property and exercise their constitutional right. Quote, across this nation, there have been armed civilians who have come out to exercise their constitutional right and to potentially protect property. Mm. Because that's the important thing, dude. 
Okay. The fucking you tire may have shop. To, ne- never you, mind, you know, this kid's dad uh, that you just shot. But like the tire shop's fucking open still. So that's cool. And okay. Exercise their constitutional right to bear arms. Yes. Although I believe it's illegal to openly carry yeah. a long gun in Wisconsin. So that's not, not sure that totally jives. understanding of the constitutional rights. And then to follow that with exercise their constitutional right and to potentially protect property. So even if it were legal to have that long gun, and I may be wrong here, there may be some legalese here that I'm, I'm missing. Is it his understanding that the Constitution's right to, uh, you know, property rights and to bear arms means that anyone can kill anyone for trying to encroach on anyone else's property? I mean, don't even go there, dude. I don't think it's legal to shoot a gun within the city limits of Kenosha. Probably not. <laughs> in yeah, most cities, not. You, you, can, you can own a gun. You can have one. You cannot fucking fire it in the street. Doesn't matter if it hits someone or not. You can't do it. So, like, the idea of, like, yeah, you know, Constitution, what are, our hands are tied. We can't stop them from shooting guns. That is total bullshit. But what if he were potentially protecting property? <laughs> I don't think that's the way the law is written. <laughs> I just could not fucking believe how, like, it's like written in a script about, uh, I think it was Justin that, that I'm sure he's told you the same thing. It seems like it's written in a script for when the police decides to align itself with right-wing paramilitary units and provide them cover with public statements. Yeah. Like, it's happened in a lot of countries before. Feels like it's happening now. So... These other clips I have for you, and some of them are kind of long. You can stop and start them, but I really think they're important because this is the same city slash county. This is David Beth, who was standing behind the guy you just heard when he made those statements, you know, Wednesday morning. Yeah, that was part of a press conference where both of them did speak. Yeah, yeah. The headlines were from uh, Minkus, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but... This press conference from 2018 is fucking wild. And I understand that sheriffs, as opposed to police chiefs, one, run for office, so they do make more political statements than their counterparts um, at the city level. But I think everything that he says in this press conference perfectly sums up the problems with policing. And this doesn't even really have anything to do with training. The problems with policing, the problems with the way society... Uh, treats people of color, treats people in disadvantageous socioeconomic situations. And the case that we're talking about here where he gave this press conference was there was a retail theft at a mall in Kenosha of a Tommy Hilfiger store. You'll hear him saying here that they stole $6,000 worth of merchandise. I believe there were either four or five people in the car, two females. I think it was two females, three males. Um, And When they fled the scene, they were given chase and pursuit by the cops. And in the process of that pursuit, they got into a car accident with a 16-year-old who had just gotten his driver's license. Now, that's fucking terrifying. And if something like this happened and it killed my kid, would it change my views? It probably would, but I would know that I didn't need to be the one making policy uh, in that state. Did did it kill the 16-year-old? It did not. Okay, okay. I uh, don't believe they were injured really okay. at all other than being shaken up. The other, the five suspects were apprehended 
And in the first few minutes of this, he does what you normally see at these cases where he gave the details of the case. And then he launches into uh, a diatribe about like just draconian prison. It's the whole thing is fucking rife with everything that is wrong. So uh, you can stop and start him as you like, but we could probably do this for the whole episode because I think this perfectly sums this shit up considering it happened in the exact same city. Three males, I guess, really didn't want to talk too much to police. I got it. And I bet you if I looked at their criminal records, if I went back and looked at their school transcripts, you'd see that these three males aren't very successful. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he wants to look at their transcripts as evidence that these are the type of people that are going to commit crimes. Not look at their fucking transcripts and see these might be at-risk, vulnerable youth that need more help from social services rather than to say, hey, told you. Look, they were they were bad students. They're destined to steal merchandise and potentially T-bone a sophomore. Like, how the fuck are you saying, look at their transcripts and I can tell you what they're going to do later. So just, what do you want, a minority report and arrest them then? Or might you offer them some help? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just like the the it shows you like the fact that he's saying like it it would be its own bad thing if he was like and you know what what I've got right here is their transcripts. These are boys who got bad grades, and so I think they deserve everything that's coming to them. That that's its own separate problem. But this one is like you know you, you it's it's a real window into how he sees anyone that he is dealing with in the course of his job. You know, yes, of like that he just assumes that like and I don't know what you're gonna go easy on them if they were actually really good at physics. Like it's right, fuck off, dude. Yeah. But you just uh, they just one thing. So you assume scram. <laughs> yeah, you assume a million other things about them. Uh, that like the 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 purpose of that is so that you then can feel okay acting to them a certain way. Like, you know, if you're like, well, this guy uh, stole from this Tommy Hilfiger store, I bet people who steal from Tommy Hilfiger stores probably beat their wives. And if I knew someone who beat their wives, I'd beat the shit out of them. So I could beat the shit out of this guy. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. 